0: It, it it simultaneously feels like so long since we started recording, and also like it's been two days. I mean, it's been a week, it's been normal, but I feel like so much has happened, but also nothing has happened, I, because I I ha- we haven't been able to move. <laughs> it's weird.
1: <laughs> and everyone knows that time passes with movement.
0: As, as it does, yes, of course. Of course. It's the only measure of time. It's like super hot, Th- that's but why, in real That's life.
1: why fit people die younger, right?
0: Sure, yeah, <laughs> something
2: like that. Wasn't who was that? I, I read someone. Wasn't it Trump who's who thought that uh, the f- energy of the human body is finite, so working out makes you die earlier or something? I don't know if
0: that's
1: that sound yeah sounds like something he might have said.
0: <laughs> uh, have you heard the heartbeat theory? Where like living <laughs> the-, the heartbeat theory, where it's like living people get like, oh, living things get like a billion heartbeats or so. Something. You have a finite number and, of uh, heartbeats. The, the, that is the theory. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I guess the theory is that if you exercise, yes, you're raising your heart, but your your resting heart rate's going to be <laughs> lower, so you're saving be- I, don't, I don't know. Okay. So the
1: question is whether or not. I, I remember,
0: remember watching a video on it one at hmm. one time. It was very weird. <laughs> um. So when you go for a yeah. run, you have to
2: calculate if you're already yeah. at a level of, of good heart health, whether it's...
0: <laughs> whether it's actually... Yeah, don't push yourself too yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's weird, but I don't know, someone's theory. <laughs> I, could be, I could be misquoting this terribly, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. maybe do your own research. <laughs> but wait a second, so I just googled billion heartbeats, and the, the top um, result is... Uh, well, you know, Google does this little preview. Mm-hmm. It's like, studies have concluded that all mammals get about a billion heartbeats per lifetime. They can use them at a rate of a thousand per minute, like the shrew, or space them out into slow, ponderous beats over many years, as is the case for the grey whale.
2: Okay,
0: know, this but actually it, seems like, a li- say like a it applies to any living species.
1: then? anything that has a heart.
0: It says mammals. Mm. Okay, mammals. So I don't know. Look, do your own research. <laughs> it was interesting <laughs> to watch, like one video on it many years ago. Um, so you know, uh, don't count your heartbeats too closely. <laughs>
2: so ration your toilet paper your heartbeats what else what else are we gonna ration zach Mm. thanks
1: we were so excited last i think yesterday when we finally could order kitchen paper
0: It finally
1: became available. We were like, wow, best day ever.
0: (laughs) Is it actually going to be delivered on time? Uh, We'll see. Apparently,
1: it's supposed to, but it's not, it wouldn't be the first delivery that's been delayed. So let's see.
2: Mm, But it's a weird thing to put on your Amazon (laughs) wishlist. I've not had toilet paper or kitchen paper on my Amazon wishlist before. (laughs) uh but yeah those are the times we're in but (laughs) apparently uh i i got within the the allocated time window for ordering kitchen paper and we should get a kitchen paper delivery tomorrow and we ordered a reasonable amount six rolls
0: Hmm. look do you get your groceries delivered
2: um there are no slots available because it turns out everyone wants their groceries delivered yeah Yeah.
0: very much the same here yeah not that we normally get groceries delivered, but, like, it seems like a good idea mm. given the current climate, but it's not really. Yeah, I so
2: we kind of looked possible, at the I mean. kind of larger larger grocery stores, and it was, like, so, most of them didn't have any slots available. And um, then we looked at things like Instacart, that where you pay someone to go and buy your groceries kind of thing. Um, but then there are so many items that are... Apparently, I mean, we haven't been to a grocery store in, in in a couple of weeks. But apparently, a lot of items are out of stock, and that makes it really awkward, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're buying ingredients for soup, and then half of them f- miss you. You don't even you can't even make a soup out of it's a surprise what, what you got, soup. right? Yeah, it's a surprise soup of water with leak. <laughs> you know, you, you yeah. need a certain level of ingredients for it to become a soup.
1: Yeah. And didn't, didn't Instacart also ask, like, for backup items? Yeah. And it's like everything's... When we added a backup item, it wants us to add a backup item to the backup yeah. item.
2: Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, we just yeah. support local restaurants in the meanwhile <laughs> and order yeah, a lot nice. of yeah. uh, food for delivery instead, hmm. which seems to be yeah, fine. We do they have a good supply of, of ingredients to make food for people.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they also started many delivery services. Also started like a safe drop-off um, sort of uh, option, I guess. So like they just drop it off at the door and mm. knock and run away. And uh, that that seems to be the
0: case for um, packages and and parcels as well, Mm. um, where I've noted we had a couple of things delivered in the last week and they basically pop it on the front uh, porch and then we'll step off the porch. And then when you open the door, they'll say, hey, mate, what's your name? And then they'll like write it down and run away. Um, Like they're trying not to catch anything from you, you're contaminated. Uh, Not that I would be answering the door, Mm. of course, because I'm in quarantine, but my family Mm. Mm. have gone through this experience. (laughs) Um, Isolation, I should say, not quarantine.
2: Uh, Uber Eats doesn't even do the knocking anymore. Now, if you say (laughs) they leave a door, they send you push notifications, push notification when it was dropped off. So somehow I, I totally see the. W- why you do that? But it feels so much more dystopian yeah. that you order something in the app yeah. and it just, it just appears appears when there's a push vacation. You don't even see the person anymore. Yeah, it's it. And I mean, it's also where we're we're kind of you know push notifications might only come through when the person already uh, left the door again. So it's not even like usually I would yeah. at least say thank you so I, I someone still, would hear it.
1: I still scream thank you yeah to into them the, void. the hallway.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's it feels yeah it feels a lot less. Uh, I mean, not that I have a lot of like social uh, engagement with delivery drivers otherwise, but it feels somehow even less social. Mm -hmm. And also, I I would imagine it, I don't know, it feels like you're a bit more just a part of the machine if you're like just picking up from shops. And they probably don't want to have a lot to do with you either, right? They just drop it somewhere where you can grab it and you grab it. It's, it's, It's probably quite a lonely job at the moment. So if you get deliveries, tip people.
0: Comfortably, if you can afford it, mm. and scream think- "thank you" to the void. <laughs> yeah, or live in countries where you don't tip because yeah. But I mean, right now paid. I would even
2: tip in Australia. Like d- a delivery person, right now I would tip. Like not in mm-hmm. cash, obviously yeah. for for containment reasons. But if there's a tip option for food delivery, right now I would I would use it in in any country, no matter what your usual tri- tipping practices are. Because realistically, you order food because you're worried about being out in the world, and if you expose someone else to that, I, I feel, I mean, n- again, w- weird way of saying that, but I feel better if I can at least pay people more for it than I would any other day.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's fair.
2: Yeah. Here's some money for
0: risking your life, you Yeah, mean. Thank you. I mean, mm. yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's not really sounding great at all, but
0: ah, I think, but you- <laughs> I mean, it,
1: it's, it's the same thing as thinking that people in the health Care system should be paid more in general they should be paid more because they're doing a lot for us but especially now it would make sense um because they're 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 also having a lot more pressure on them right now and i think the the, the delivery drivers i think their work is much harder right now as well because they are worried while doing their jobs and they are taking extra precautions
2: but i think a lot of people also have that as a like they drop down like i i see people that would probably usually drive uber or uber black Mm. but obviously a lot of people do like people don't travel around the city as much especially not in strangers cars Mm -hmm. so their income might have been to large chunk uber uber or uber black and now they're like well at least i can do uber eats with food but that pays less um and so that's also why i feel like tipping at least kind of i mean not that it makes like all the difference but anything we can do to kind of ease it for everyone while well, we still can i i think it's good yeah but overall how's Fair your enough. your court how much longer do you have
1: <laughs> how much longer do you have is he,
0: <laughs> is it dying
2: 19 hours, 19 hours
0: but who's counting <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah so you're so in in about 18 hours you're standing in front of your front door counting down to go for a run so, what's going to yeah, happen? Yeah, I think that
0: that's basically the plan. Yeah, <laughs> roll out of bed and go for a run uh, early before anyone else is up so that I'm not, you know, interacting. Because it would be kind of stupid to get out of this and then just go, oh, <laughs> oh, hey, I'm in the world again. But, like, obviously, still avoid people. But I, I'm definitely going for runs and walks, mm. like, and being sensible about it and avoiding people. But, um, yeah, still kind of want to get some sunlight. And- the good
1: thing is that you're also living in a neighborhood, right? So it's, it's yes. not like you have to it's go to the elevator people. with people and.
0: no no i can like literally not be within probably 10 meters of anybody quite easily um every time i leave the house except going to the shops of course but um, what is the the
2: social distancing distance that is uh being or the the physical distancing in australia that's being talked about what what's the the number Uh,
0: they're suggesting one and a half meters (laughs) interesting that it's different in other countries is less than the six feet i think that they're using in the States yeah. and other parts of the world that use feet. Yeah. Uh, here, it so two meters, both,
1: right? Yeah.
2: W- which ah, is okay. a bit yep. extra nice. safety. Or, uh, depending on where you go, they're saying one hockey stick distance. No way they're saying <laughs> I've that. seen signs now in Canada where it's like... That is so I Canadian. Wow. <laughs> but, uh, wow. Not to be
1: ignorant, but aren't hockey sticks different lengths, depending on...
0: I mean, yeah, but Apollo? realistically... Whatever people, yeah, I mean, you could interpret that as like <laughs> the hockey stick that, you know, a five year old kid would be carrying around. But I mean, <laughs> realistically,
2: it's also if you're smaller, you mm-hmm. actually need less distance because your spray won't go as far. So maybe a hockey, hockey stick is actually the most accurate measurement <laughs> of how far you should stay away from people, whatever hockey stick you would use. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah, but it's also a, realistically, people, shop. people's understanding of how far two meters is is also not consistent because we're not really having lighter in our uh, eyes so it's kind of hard for us to accurately judge what two meters is
1: well most people don't have
2: yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, i mean a good a good sort of rule of thumb is that you should probably both be able to put out your hands and they wouldn't meet kind of thing yeah you know so you've got that like your your one arm's length between you and another person's arm Mm. sort of thing um, yeah and that's about one. Not that you should do that because then your hands <laughs> might get close and touch yeah you spread the disease bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just checked again and they haven't updated it. It's still 1.5 meters okay. uh, on the New South Wales, oh, sorry, on the Australian health website. Yeah. So. I think here
2: it's yeah. just the US, the, the six feet, uh, which is more than yeah, one and a half. Which is what,
0: like 180 something centimeters? Yeah. And
2: then in Canada, yeah, we use okay. meters, like a civilized country. So then you just yep. run to the next full meter because yep. why not?
0: And also, realistically, you can't really you can't really say one point eight meters. Yeah. That's really specific. <laughs> and, but also, realistically, yeah.
2: you know, if you're you just if, if realistically, no one's like, oh, I can't do two meters, but one fifty would be convenient. If if you're in doubt, <laughs> just go for the slightly larger number. Mm. Um, and I think, uh, for me at least, I mean, I'm closer to the two meters than to the one one fifty. So for me, visualizing two meters is easier than two uh, one and a half. So, for me personally, it's not so easy. Anyways, so... Uh,
1: Do you see the tweet I sent you guys? No. should look at the tweet I sent you guys.
0: <laughs> Looking now. Oh, amazing. <laughs> uh, food delivery on the end of a hockey stick. Mm,
1: and they call it Canada Great. arm.
0: It's so good. That looks like a big hockey stick. I don't know. Like I don't really know what hockey sticks look like normally. It's <laughs> quite lengthy.
2: I mean, hockey stick... Uh, they are quite long. They're... How much, how f- I would think they're
1: to the shoulder of the person,
0: right? Holding it. And are they holding? It, are they pushing the um the pointy end out so that if you get too close, they can like quickly jab and <laughs> say "stay it's away"? It's
1: Like a face slap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whack one, one cheeky. <laughs> <in. Yeah. laughs>
1: Anyways, let's talk about something that is not related to the pandemic that's going on at the moment.
0: Yeah, what's been happening? Uh, I just had a, a
2: just real-time hockey stick follow-up. Uh, apparently, um. There, you should, if you buy a hockey stick in that situation, <laughs> okay. uh, so either if you play hockey or you do food deliveries, um, what's considered a short, short hockey stick is if it goes to your chin, A average hockey stick goes to your nose, and a long one goes to your forehead. Mm
0: well they are way longer than I realized because they also
2: bend right you're you're actually bending them to to kind of do shots so it's like you you do need like a long one that you want like the longer it is the more flex you probably have I'm not a hockey stick expert in general I feel like we declared that we're not expert at at things in this show a lot (laughs) sure
0: yeah yeah. so
1: just take everything we say with a a grain of salt
0: it's just generic uh, uh, disclaimer this is purely for entertainment value we know nothing about anything (laughs) Um, we just talk hope that you enjoy it <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah
1: uh, anyways all
2: right so let's pick the next topic we're not experts in what what is the ne- well what kind of experts at that new iOS macros and xcode builds are out mm. we're, we're experts at
0: release schedules i guess um so question about um these new these new builds that we got mm-hmm. um Either of you have a problem with watchOS battery life? Oh, interesting question. <laughs> I mean, I'm not doing anything. So, my watch like, dude, move. No, but that, that's, that's how I've noticed. Like, I'm not doing anything and my watch is dying. Like, really? I'm in front of a Mac or an iPad most of the day. So, I'm not even looking at my watch for notifications and the thing just drains. Okay. Huh. No, I've, I've had that. Well, no,
1: seems very similar to what it used to be for me. Mm. And the okay. day went about, like, 60%. Then I have the smaller one. I mean, also,
2: okay. normally I would be on a... Like, normal day, I'd probably track a outdoor walk for about 45 minutes a day, at least. And that, that kind of is gone now. Um, so, if anything, I'd say my watch lasts longer. When when have you updated? Like, was it within the last 24 um, hours? Or?
0: I was on the betas and then went on to the GM. Oh. So, I didn't update when it was a public release this uh, week, but the week before. Did you notice the beta. difference
1: between the beta and the GM?
0: Um, it got bad somewhere in the beta, yeah, okay. and it's remained in the. So yeah, what? I'm not like when I say bad, it's not terrible. Like it's more than enough to get through the day, but it's just dropping at an alarming rate. Like for example, <laughs> uh, I probably took it off the charger about seven or eight o'clock last night. Um, I basically did nothing. I watched some TV, so I wasn't using mm-hmm. my watch, um, and then I went to sleep. And I woke up, and it was like sixty odd percent, okay. which is surprisingly yeah, yeah. low. I would probably normally expect eighty, mm-hmm. early eighties yeah, yeah. at that point. Um, it's not at the end of the world, I'm home all the time, it doesn't matter, I can pop it on charge, but, yeah, it's just surprisingly
2: Is it bad. more during, during like, sleep periods, or is it just generally?
0: Generally, it just seems okay. to be dropping without use. Um Interesting. Sleep periods being one of them, where it's dropping, like, at least 20% overnight, which is hmm. a lot. Anyway, it doesn't matter, it's not a big deal. So, whatever the,
2: the bad flag that was set on your, your watch during the beta seems to persist into the
0: GM. Possibly. Congratulations. Yep. Yeah, thanks. It's great. <laughs> Which is why you should always slash never do betas, kids. They are dangerous. I mean, you, you could probably
2: unpair and repair if you really wanted to. It's It'd not that it. painful yeah. anymore. But
1: realistically, you're probably going to stay home most of the time until the next OS version
0: is available. So I'd say you're right. We'll probably be on watchOS 7 beaters before <laughs> I leave the house again. <laughs> Do you think we'll get all the... All the Apple updates this year? Oh, it's a really really good question because like I don't know. Um there's a chance of not. Mm-hmm. I think there will be new stuff, like there will be new versions of Swift UI to say the least. I imagine look, I imagine there's going to be new versions of uh, like major versions of iOS, watchOS. Mm-hmm tv os mac os all that but who knows maybe certain features don't make the cut maybe the point one, point two, point three releases cop more of the mm-hmm. features than we've seen i mean i know i know they often get decent features during the year anyway mm-hmm. but maybe we get more features in those releases this year um because really it kind of feels like things that weren't ready by early march mm-hmm. are potentially not going to get yeah. yeah just yeah. just given just given like cadences of workplaces around the yeah. world it's mm-hmm. got nothing to do it's not an mm-hmm. apple specific thing it's apple apple
2: did probably more than a lot of other companies because i think your job yeah, is then, probably not as secretive yeah. as apple is about all of their stuff so right yeah
0: yeah yeah um that said it does sound like apple are pretty good about everyone working from home but it's not the same. Yeah.
2: But yeah. then again, like everything that's hardware related is, is harder and communication. Like Apple is so much like yeah. a lot at least of the teams that I've heard about is a lot about like demos. You know, when you work on an animation for a thing, what you would usually do is you tweak some of the animation curves and you show it to a person next to you mm-hmm. or a person next to you in your team and you're like, Hey, play with this. And you're like, does this feel right? Yes, no. Now it's like just the, the overhead of like that you have to have a, like a, some kind of branch w- or a build that you send mm. to someone who has to f- then install it somehow, play around with it, give you feedback. Like that entire curve of mm-hmm. just iterating on like those kind of details that Apple tends to care a lot about. Yeah. That is just so much longer now when you ju- can't just hand your phone to the person next to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And also, we we all know that um the Apple software engineering division is, or at least before this month, has not been set up to work remotely mm-hmm. um, pretty much at all. Mm-hmm. So that curve for adapting to that uh, is going to be big. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I definitely think, so, I
1: mean, it's, it's yeah. not, like it's expectable that everyone will work slower during this period. Even if everyone, even if those companies would work flawlessly remotely, there are so many other things that are going on that are distracting people. And I don't think that's, I think that's like, normal that people Mm. get distracted by those type of world changing events. Mm. Um but I do think it feels like this is something that could definitely delay things, especially when, like you say, you have to send builds around, especially if you if you're a person who might be having to look at multiple builds a day from different people. I think it's just it's just a lot of overhead Mm. to to install those type of things. Um so maybe I was actually a bit surprised in hindsight that Apple actually said that the digital WWDC, oh Jesus, the <laughs> digital WWD is gonna be uh, in in June. Like, I feel like, I wonder how, if they regret having a specific month in there. Like, they, they could have said it's gonna happen this summer because realistically things might be delayed. And the, the only thing they can do now is delaying it mm-hmm. two or three weeks um, if they wanna meet that target. Yeah.
0: Well, Google cancelled IO altogether, yep. didn't they? Yeah. So. yeah. I mean, it's still not out of the question. Like, Apple hasn't provided any more information about WWDC since the initial one saying it would be digital. So, who knows? Maybe, um, you know, I'm sure that the form that WWDC is going to take is changing almost daily. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And it wouldn't surprise me if, we, you know, we hear about details much, much closer to the event. Um, you know, maybe the the innovative new ways that they found to uh, connect engineers and developers just won't be a thing this year. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. But also just getting everyone to to record things and getting everyone like getting all those videos probably will take a bit longer because it's up to everyone who has their session to actually make those recordings work. You're not going to have a team there helping you set up a set up a stage. And um,
0: uh, I, I will say there will be uh, with those kind of things there would absolutely be a time savings on having to learn the script though because yeah. when you're recording things. Um, I imagine you're going to record it into a microphone, right? You can just do sentence by sentence, and <laughs> you know if you stuff up, you re-record. But like, you, there's none of that. You don't have to learn it. You can literally yep. just read from a script, yep. and if you're fluent enough the first time, then it, it's done in one. Yeah. Take. I mean, it depends um, on how they do it, right? Do they still show the yeah, person yeah. presenting? Yeah. Do they have? I very much doubt. Yeah, but I, don't I mean, know. It, what it's I, hard. when when everyone's working yeah. remotely, that's really different. Yeah. I
1: really like the way that Stadia, uh, that Google has done this for some of their Stadia updates recently. Mm. So we watched some of their. Um, what would you call it like was it like tech demos it was f- or the DDC,
2: um replacement yeah presentations. yeah
1: so they did a lot of people a lot of things where people were just presenting from presenting from home and they actually had like they actually filmed themselves like a real presentation and it worked surprisingly well and i would like those but it still felt a bit more intimate because mm-hmm. it was like in the person's house or apartment and
2: but they did actually have video of a person sitting in whatever looked like their study yeah yeah uh, and giving a presentation about what's what Google's going to do yeah. that was interesting and i think that is I would expect people would be... F- like, as long as you're fine with showing parts of your house, right? That is a different story. But if you are, I don't think people will criticize you being at home while presenting, right? Mm. I think I in like- a time where if, if anyone is upset that you're not getting a full stage and full full mm. th- uh, light effect, you're a bit of a douchebag. Yeah, but otherwise, also, I wonder if this might be a year where we see the year of updates being more of an announcement. Like, you know, this year even, like with iOS 13, we got, like, quite a lot of features in 13.1, 13.2, and so on. I wonder if this might be a good year of trying to announce a roadmap. Yeah, Because, yeah. I mean, we probably, I mean, in so general, the state of IRS 13 um, last last summer already indicated that a lot of engineering effort needs to be spent on on improving R 13. Yeah that otherwise would be time that would have been going into iOS 14
1: so you're referring to this being like a iterative update sort of thing like they, I, they tell like let's say things don't make it to iOS 14 but then they will continue having like mini sessions that they're releasing after that
2: yeah maybe because it seems like a good set of uh, like n- I know that Apple likes to do things the way they've done things for a long time and Mm been successful with that, but this might be a year that forces that because realistically, a lot of things will be to some extent delayed. Mm -hmm. I mean, Apple did, and at least there were some, some... Rumors around Apple changing some of the engineering practices with having more things that they can turn on and off easier, so so bring all the builds together later isn't as much of an issue. And being able to not ship certain things is, is a bit easier. So if they're actually in that state to uh, to do that, it might be a good year to say, look, those are the things that are coming. We we kinda announce what we have right now. You still have Uh, like some kind of build of iOS 14 and Mm -hmm. iPad or iOS 14 but it's probably kind of cut a bit short and then we we have some announcements or some kind of new API videos through the Mm. developer and do you think
1: that is something that Apple would announce early so that they are or do you think it would be like they play it on the fly they realize in June that they're not able to release everything and then then they continue adding videos later or do you think it will be like beginning of June, beginning of June they are like hey we changed our mind we're gonna do shorter videos throughout the summer
2: I don't think they will not make adapter digital DC. I think there will still be an event but maybe during that announcing like like, certain features won't make it into yeah. the, the beta one. Some things will make into beta two, some of them will make into beta three, yeah. but yeah. maybe and some maybe only make say- it into 14.1, and they yeah. can... In theory, announced it now, right? Yeah,
1: and maybe they even say, "and this is going to be." We're going to continue giving you updates on this as we go.
2: But it's also, I mean, Apple's in a good situation. Like uh, to potentially just say, "look, a lot of things will be late because you you know Apple already had like sourced and donated a hundred ten million masks. I think that was last week. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Time time makes no sense anymore. (laughs) Um,
1: What even this time?
2: But I, I also wonder. Apple is quite well equipped. From their supply chain and their kind, mm-hmm. you know, Apple is probably the company that mastered supply chain, <laughs> probably the most in the world. I, I don't think anyone has Apple's supply chain management mm-hmm. capabilities. I could also see Apple saying, "Look, we're we're spending a lot more time helping." The world right now because Mm -hmm. that feels like tim cook's kind of state of of you know he's definitely someone who cares about the world more than a lot of other ceos Mm -hmm. apple as a company and company philosophy seems to care more about the world and than than average so i also wonder if if we might see that being mentioned at the same time
1: and i think that's a perfect reason why you would if if you do reprioritize if you do change your priorities Today, to help the world, like that is perfectly reasonable of a thing to do. But also,
2: bottom line wise, right? Yeah. It's it's really good, even if you're like uh, cynical and saying, hey, this is marketing. It's really good marketing to say, look, we, we lost a lot of our software that no one cared about this year. Or yeah. not, no one, but like that is less <laughs> important. Uh, in order to to try to help save the world, seems like a pretty good marketing strategy yeah. to me.
1: And it's also something that you would have to commit to. It's not just like you are saying that. Mm. I mean, they are, they would actually action on mm. it.
2: So and like China just lifted the ban on exporting uh, those kind of face masks because mm-hmm. the situation in China is kind of improving. So okay. it's also a good time to say, look, we we we're working with with uh, the supply chain, our mm. supply chain in China to bring masks all over the world, I, you know, they already have, they already ship stuff, manufacture and ship stuff all over the world all the time anyways in large quantities. So, uh, seeing some efforts going into that and, and changing some of the, the way they, they release and announce software and products this year, it wouldn't, it's at least doesn't seem to have a 0% possibility. I yeah. think there is s- uh, some amount of, of, of chance yeah. that we might see something like that, mm. which realistically would be ti- a <laughs> good thing to spend time on right now, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, but just going back to the um, sort of announcing new APIs, maybe without a more formal mm-hmm. uh, conference setting or talk, it's there's definitely precedence for that because you look at uh, every year when they announce new APIs as part of usually like as part of the point three or the point four updates, if we mm-hmm. get there, um, that you know, they can just drop updates on the developer portal mm-hmm. and, and, you know, people will find them. And yes, there's less attention drawn to them than, uh, if, you know, they're announced at a big conference stream worldwide, but like, it's still a thing that can be done. And they can do those tech talk videos like they sometimes do in September. Like there's, uh, there's many approaches that can be taken. Um, I think we'll be, we'll be just like from a, from Apple's perspective, they'll be just fine in in getting out the things that they need to get out this year. Mm. Um and you know maybe maybe we do get the things we're expecting such as updates to Swift UI, but none of the things we're not expecting, the the stuff that we don't know anything about and that gets pushed back another year or pushed back 6 months and that's fine. Mm. Um I don't think any company is going to be outputting at 100%. Um yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. over the next year at least. Um so I and Apple are not immune to that. So mm. It's fine. It is what it is.
1: So do you two think that this potentially could lead to a delay of the release of the iPhone as well, if there are certain things that are not making it into iOS 14 that would be required for the iPhone?
2: I mean, everything can happen at this point, right?
1: Do you think that's something Mm, Apple would do, though? Um, I guess that's more the question. Do you think think if
2: Apple can ship the iPhone, it will ship the iPhone.
1: No, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's kind of... I I think it would come down to more hardware delays. Like, you can always add... Like, uh, at the very... Let's imagine the very worst case scenario, and not another line of code is committed to the code base <laughs> in the next six months. You you can probably get a build of iOS 13 up and running on new hardware. Like, it's probably fine to do that. I think if to delay an iPhone, which, you know, makes a lot of money for Apple, uh, would probably come down to, I, I think it wouldn't come down to su- like supply stuff yeah, I, um, I, if you couldn't uh, yeah. get the manufacturing down. Could be wrong.
1: I guess, I guess so. Like, if all effort has, I don't know, wouldn't there be something that you would need to push an update for though? Like, are there no hardware features that rely on the software? You could ship a new
0: iPhone with next. I mean, I'm sure there would be work that you have to do for. You know, new camera sensors exactly. and things like that. But like at a bare minimum, you could probably get all that out the door and do no new features. Like, let's say hypothetically, there was meant to be a new sensor in this, yeah. uh, or there is a new sensor in this piece of hardware. Maybe that support for that in software isn't turned on. Like, yeah. you can do things like yeah. that where you know you prioritize the things that need to be prioritized and put your limited resources yeah. into that. Um, I'm just
1: curious of how. I, don't know. I mean, it's it's it also difficult to just change the focus. I think people who work with hardware specific. Like things, code that's related to the hardware, so things like sensors, things like fingerprint readers, like those type of things are just very specialized teams working on it. And I don't know, it's not, I, I don't know how easy it is to get someone who is writing UI kit, uh, like the UI kit components to move over to writing the camera, like working on the camera or someone who is yeah, currently busy with Swift UI starting to write things for the fingerprint sensor. Um, so yeah, I' just curious yeah yeah, and it's I mean this would also probably be a pre- pretty difficult time to hire new people for those teams as well, so i think if 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 it 's just a limit of amount of people and amount of talent that they have for those very specialized teams, that could be another reason that 's unrelated to hardware because i wouldn 't think that they want to change the hardware because they can 't release the software. I think the hardware is pretty set, and that 's what they want to release. And if there is no software to support it, then they would probably have to delay it, right?
2: Yeah. I, I mean, the, the new iPhone will ship with iOS 14. There's no, no yep. way around that. Yeah. But if Apple actually... Does have a system in place that allows you to turn features on and off easier. That means they ship with whatever they can get done. Yeah,
1: yeah. So definitely for specific features, you can delay them. Like, let's say, oh, we want to have a better smart kit integration. Or
2: use the ultra wideband chip in our phones for something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but like that's not essential for the phone to work, no. right? So they can delay that. But yeah. I don't know if the people who work on the ultra wide sensor changes could move to the camera.
2: No, but I, I think it's not that i think yeah. it's i mean they won't No, that's that's not how that works yeah. right um but i think what will happen is what we've seen with the iphone 11 pro it's like there is a chip in there but there's no apparent use case for it and like maybe when we're getting the lighter in the phone it does exactly what the ipad does right now but yeah. nothing more yeah. despite apple potentially having had more ambitions for what will go into that thing. Yeah. yeah maybe they announce it maybe even give a sneak peek of You know, we even had that for camera features before. Camera features that didn't make it in time, like the portrait mode. They were just announced for a future date. They Mm. showed what it might look like or what it will look like and said that will come in the future. And Mm. I think that is probably... This year is the most likely that we see things like that happen again. Mm. And, I mean... Obviously, Apple wouldn't want that, but there's so many different teams working on so many different things that make it into, that need that need to make it on 14 and things that mm. need to make it for for the new iPhone. It's hard to predict, right? Yeah, there yeah. are so many things that need to come together. Yeah, I Apple mean, if they can
1: d- make it come together and still have a functional OS and release it with fewer features, they would probably but do at that. At the same
2: time, you also need a certain level of that, right? Depending on how big of an upgrade the phone is. If it's mostly new hardware that empowers new software features and mm-hmm. those software features are not there, mm-hmm. is it potentially better to hold the release for like a month or whatever time frame they might mm-hmm. need in order to then announce a thing that actually does something interesting? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or is it better to just have a new iPhone that's called iPhone 12, but it behaves exactly like an iPhone 12 Pro? Yeah.
1: I, I don't know. I feel like probably if the phone still works with iOS 14 and it's just limiting the use of new things. But I, I think as a user, if you would hear like there's a, there's a screen, like there's a, there's a fingerprint screen, fingerprint sensor under the screen, but it's not usable right now. I don't, I don't know if that's really a good selling point maybe it's better to delay it at that point
2: yeah but i think those kind of decisions are still probably uh, very much in limbo right now yeah and they probably realistically will be i think manufacturing is probably in full like i think the, the supply chain side from from the hardware perspective is probably at a point where they can ship it sounds like they're they're ramping up everything and that seems to be under control it's the software that that might be yeah uh struggling and yeah i, I think yeah. that i mean especially any- considering
1: that they did decide to ship the ipad and the smart keyboard now it seems I mean, the like the are
2: is not coming until may either
1: yeah yeah but they at least are releasing hardware that would require a supply chain right so yeah. it seems like they they have that under control to some extent i mean
2: that doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> that right it's like ipad is a very different volume very different parts very different you know they're, they're yeah. a lot of like in, in general those things are hard <laughs> yeah uh, and that's why I said Apple is so well equipped because they really figured it like even even like other large companies like I've ordered st- pre-ordered stuff from Google mm-hmm. and they can get their pre-order page running properly they cannot give you estimates of when things chip and people don't even get it on day one if they mm-hmm. pre-ordered like months in advance it's like Google is another large company that could in theory have all of that under control but mm-hmm. they don't because it's really really hard mm-hmm. And Apple, I've never seen a company that's as competent with... I mean, complain about all the pre-order experience as much as you want, right? The the website is overloaded and those kind of things. But if you get an ETA for shipment, like most, I would say... It will
1: like 95% arrive on the day they told you.
2: Yeah, if not more, right? Most people get the thing the day they expected it, despite it being a crazy amount of volume coming from all over the world, shipping to all over the world, however many countries at the same time. It is an incredible effort to get all of that to work Mm -hmm. um and this year it's just even that right even that the shipping side is harder this time like i know ups in in canada at least is very much prioritizing essential shipments over non-essential shipments at the moment yeah like even that like realistically would you want to prioritize a stupid iphone delivery over like like anything else they might ship that could save lives or or uh, health supplies mm-hmm. or even like hand sanitizer yeah, like and realistically even, even
1: if Apple would have the power to do that I don't think they would want to do that and they shouldn't, like, there's right? no reason why they like, would why want why to do that why should there be a yeah. truck
2: full of iPhones running around when they could do other things yeah, like yeah, think- there's so many things that we don't know we yeah. don't know what the state of the world will be by September yeah. maybe we're like you know all we're, all we're talking about right now it might be not be an issue by september yeah or it might be uh, way worse who knows but i think that's why all of those things are very much in limbo mm-hmm. and it needs to be seen how far we get it's it's just um yeah overall like in a, in a lot of ways this is a very very different year from most other years
1: yeah yeah
2: so, we'll be we'll be interesting. Nothing
0: is as we know it nope. or as we expected it yeah. at the beginning of the year. You
1: remember yeah. how people said that 2019 was a bad year?
0: Mm. <sighs> yeah, look, 5 months ago if you told me it gets worse than the bushfires <laughs> we were having, I would not have believed you. Yeah, <laughs>
2: Australia had quite a streak yeah. of of uh Devastating events.
0: Look, there was a really nice month in between. Like February. <laughs> Great month. I'm gonna look back on that month fondly for a long time. Did not know how good we had
2: it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But it will be interesting. I mean the the Apple side is definitely not the most important in the world right now, but it's no. still nice to have other things to kind of see.
1: It's fun it's also I think I mean, I don't think we are taking this too serious when it comes to like, Ooh, what are like we. I think we are all reasonable. We know we know that like supplying medical, providing medical supply is definitely gonna be the priority, and that makes sense. We're not complaining that there's new new iPhone if there wouldn't be, but it's fun to talk about something different than <laughs> coronavirus at the moment. I feel like absolutely every and phone it's still, call I have, yeah. like no matter who I'm talking to, if I'm talking to my parents, if I'm talking to like someone who I, who like who's like from the tech industry. That I have many things, many other things to talk about. It always ends up ending with us talking about the the virus at the moment. And but
2: even like text messages, right? Are you usually like, hey, how are you? It's now, hey, how are you holding up? Yeah, (laughs) it's like everything is a lot more
0: bleak.
1: I would say down, like uh, dark Mm. rather than bleak. Yeah,
0: yeah, but it is still important to have distractions, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, for everybody involved. And I know that uh, the priority with which we should have distractions is... It's not a high priority, but it's still nice to have those things. And it's almost like all of the distractions we would otherwise have in a normal year are not there anymore mm-hmm. like i know australia is cancelled or they say postponed <laughs> indefinitely but realistically probably cancelled three major sport leagues mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. winter so there's no you know like in a normal year you have a bad year or whatever you've got that wi- that weekend sport to turn on or in our case you know you've got wwdc to look forward to and you know get shiny mm-hmm. new developer tools which you can buckle down with and play with and forget about the rest of the world and it's like it's like almost like every thing across Everything around the world is affected by this, and so those options for the distraction mm-hmm. you would normally have are severely limited, mm-hmm. um, which Do you have anything, makes this- Have you
1: picked up any, like, woodworking or any, any type of hobby now? <laughs> I've seen many people begging well, I'm, bread. I'm allowed
0: to leave the house, so I haven't even been able to buy anything, but no, um, I don't know what kind of- um, I don't know what kind of hobbies I could get that is, cause really, like, it, it's getting a bit old to sit in front of screens all day. Um, cause right now my, my, it's like, if I'm not writing code, I'm probably like watching something on Netflix. And it's like, oh man, more screen time. Uh, so I need to find something. Um, what, what about you? Have you, have you found anything? Video games. So different type of screen activity. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, again, it's still screen I mean, activity. I, I have um, also been playing a bit yeah. more. I, I
1: would say I play a bit more VR games as well, which is, quite different it's a change of scenery it's a screen
0: that's mounted
2: somewhere else
1: but it's a change of scenery right i'm not just seeing our apartment anymore which is so bit sad but that's nice yeah um, i've been starting to read because like uh, every time i open something like twitter or even like nine to five mac like everything mentions coronavirus or COVID 19 yeah yeah
0: so there's no uh, outlet to get away yeah, from that yeah so i've been starting um, to read yeah. more
1: books as well lately because it's like nice and and it's also a bit more interesting i think i mean i I still want to keep up with what's happening in the world but i would like to just do that when i want to do it but then it's also nice to get away from it
0: it's still a very stationary task in which you're reading words Mm. on a like a (laughs) static thing it's just yeah it's probably not good for our eyes but But that's why
2: vr gaming is actually not bad because i mean it's still not great for your eyes Hmm?
1: It's not great for your
2: eyes. I don't know. Do we know a lot about the impact it has on eyes? Because you do focus on... Like, your eyes go into infinite focus. Like, it look your eyes focus towards the distance rather than... Despite the screen being really close, you're still... Because of the lenses and stuff, you're actually focusing mm-hmm. far. So I guess that's at least a bit more relaxing for your eyes. It's still flickering lights, but at least the fo- focal distance is far. And you just, you dropped in a in a different world, which I think is, especially when you're locked into a very small world, like our 600 something square feet apartment, it's quite nice because all of a sudden you're in, on top of a mountain and like vast, vast nature around you. It's kind of nice. I, I mean, mm. also sad, but also kind of nice. Or like uh, for working out, like working out at home can get quite boring. While VR games to work out in are actually quite nice like i i play table tennis in vr at the moment it's like you know it's it's Mm. it's 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 a bit absurd but it gets you jumping around and moving around and doesn't feel like you're jumping around in the same uh square that you usually jump around in and that's those kind of things do have a surprisingly positive impact and you, you it's like it's actually a lot of movement yeah like after a full when i play uh table tennis on like hard it's it's like you have to take a shower after the (laughs) session type of activity which Mm -hmm. is something that at least i struggle getting myself to well-being like i much rather work out on outside on on grass or somehow in in nature than in 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 my living room Mm. so this kind of vr thing really helped me to to stay more active in general well
0: that's good. Like, it's it's serving a, a purpose mm. then, um, and it's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, I think we're going to have to find hobbies that are um, interesting and new. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: But it's also different, right? Um, like, people that live in high-density areas ha- have a lot more limitations in that, right? For us, it's like taking down the trash yeah. is, it feels like, a, I don't know. Uh, some kind of spy mission where we hit the button and look if anyone's in the elevator. And then, you know, you're just trying to avoid people a lot more. So it's, it's, it's yep. like while you're in, if you live in a house or somewhere in the suburbs, it's like you, you might even have a backyard. You can actually go out mm. and there are like, there is outside that is yours. Well, in high density housing, that's usually not the case. Um, like yep. people talking yep. about, hey, just uh, use your your stairs in your house to work out on. It's like, <laughs> well, we don't have stairs in our house. <laughs> like it's it's the public staircase that's a, mostly a fire exit. That's not really the place yep. you would do workouts, especially when other people walk there. It's a bit weird. <laughs> like there are also yeah. like more constraints in that, which makes it even even harder to figure out ways of of still trying to stay sane. <laughs>
1: It's so strap a strapper screen yeah, and to And there's only
0: so many uh, board games and other puzzly type things you can do and play and things before you get sick of them. It's, it's funny when you're sort of, how those how fun those things can be normally, but when you're forced inside with not many options, yeah. how everything can seem boring. Yeah. At least I'm finding that. <laughs>
2: but it's also um, different, right? Because you yeah. at least, or all of us, all, all, all three of us, at least in situations where we're not fully alone at home, mm. like it would be even worse if yeah, you're like, yeah. I don't know, you live oh, by yourself. yeah. All of a sudden, you're, like, yep. by yourself
0: all yeah, the so time. Yeah, if you arrive in Australia from overseas, as of this morning, you are put in a hotel room, not allowed to leave. The Some of the hotel rooms' windows don't open. Um, how horrible would that yeah. be? You're by yourself for two weeks uh, in a tiny little hotel room. Um, lucky if you get your three meals a day, apparently. Um, yeah, it just sounds, like, torture. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, not allowed out for a walk. And we all know how bad hotel
2: Wi-Fi is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's yeah. your take. On Would not this. be a lot to do. I mean,
2: that's just like a sold in a wound level of like. And you got to use hotel Wi-Fi. You're like, oh no. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Yeah. How how did you notice any changes in your working from home um, routines now when it's kind of more permanent?
0: Started time tracking. <laughs> um, that was good. It's yeah. It's it, it was just. Uh, an easier way of having a clear distinction between what I was doing right now. It's like, oh, time is running. I'm working. Time is not running. I'm mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. things. Um, yeah, it was, that, that's about the only thing I changed this week. I I can't remember if I mentioned this last week, but I'm hopeful I'll get to you. We have a standing desk in one of the rooms downstairs, but I haven't been <laughs> one able of to use that to because your other luxury. people use that room. <laughs> it's, it's the spare room <laughs> um yeah uh, it's the study that my parent anyway <laughs> um so i'm hoping that that's vacant even like one or two days a week would be really mm-hmm. nice if my dad wasn't using it those days uh so i, c- I couldn't be in there for the last two weeks because um Mom started working from home and mm-hmm. even on Mum's days off she's in there working so it's just like uh i didn't want to get too close to other members of the family but when uh, isolation is up as of tomorrow i should be able to to make use of that so i've my plan is to just carry, because I've got a nice LG 4K monitor in my room, mm-hmm. uh, to carry that down on the days I need it, plug my laptop in, mm-hmm. um, even if I can do a few hours at a time before my dad needs the desk, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but just to, to sort of not be sitting, because I'm finding I'm getting sore from sitting. Mm-hmm. Like not not back sore, but just like legs sore. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, it's weird. Uh, like thighs sore. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. I'm not moving. <laughs> do you have a decent, but I guess chair? just sitting. I have a very good chair. Okay. Um Yeah, it's- I used to have a terrible chair, but like a couple of years ago, I got a pretty good chair. But yeah, it's just still not- um, I do. What I do have, though, is I have a stupid footrest that's attached to my desk, which I find myself using too much. Mm-hmm. So, I could be, like, uh, encouraging bad posture by doing that. Mm-hmm. But I, I try to not use it, but I find my feet just go to rest there, mm-hmm. which is not great. Um, yeah. So, anyway, I'm just trying to improve that setup. Are I- you still working
2: a normal schedule?
0: Like, do you still have a normal work schedule? Roughly, yeah. It's it's mostly like a, an 8.30 till 5.00 kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But then again, with the time tracking, it kind of helps because it's like, uh, sometimes I can start early or finish early or whatever. But it's still roughly in that ballpark of what I would be doing if I was in an office. It's not uh, dramatically different.
1: And is that expected of you? Like, is that when all your coworkers are working?
0: Yeah, it tends to be the okay. okay. I think most people are keeping fairly normal. I know some people are uh, doing their own thing mm-hmm. um, and just sort of working hours that suits. the The vibe I'm getting is most people are working uh, the hours okay. they would otherwise be in an office. So I've
1: seen many people recommending that um, that you should like keep a consistent schedule, make sure that you start when you usually would start your day and like finish work when you usually would finish work. But I do like I I never really like that when I work from home because I found one of the benefits of working from home is that you can get up and walk around middle of the day, so like <laughs> i'm
2: uh- well. Good luck with that. I mean, now. not
1: walking that much, <laughs> but like you can take a bit of a break, might mm. go out on the balcony, have a coffee or work out on the middle of the day rather than like at the end of the day. So I, I personally like, I, I disagree with many people's recommendation that you should try to have that strict schedule. I think if you, yes, if you want to, like, if you have certain amount of hours that you want to work each day, which I think many have, um, then I think it's, you, you should try to get the, you should get those in, but you can track those hours and you don't necessarily have to stay to a strict schedule and I think that makes me feel a lot happier working from home I feel like I get many of the benefits from being home and this is something we did even before like the lock even before we started like having to be home because Kai and I have been working from home for a while now and I feel like having a flexible schedule helps because you can take some time away, like go and look. Even if you're still thinking about work, it's like it's just a bit different than just sitting at the screen all the time.
2: But it's also important to be very self-aware, right? Mm-hmm. As with most advice that people issue generally to everyone, it only applies to certain people. Like if, <laughs> That's true. if you if you have no discipline at all, it's probably good at least as a starting point to to tr- keep as much of a schedule as you can, because it just you know humans are just if they're forced into a schedule there's not as much wiggle room to be complacent or to 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 kind of procrastinate and those kind of things
1: yeah i mean i guess it can be easy to if if you're not as disciplined you might be like oh i'm just gonna play video game for half an hour and then you keep on playing video games that's uh, that's not what i'm referring to i'm referring to like take a bit of a break maybe sit on the couch and look out the window my point is
2: be self-aware of what kind of person you are and where you are in your journey of working from home. Like, I think as a a general good idea is probably to try to stick to a schedule initially and and kind of figure out who you are. Because in the office, it's really hard, right? If you go to the office at nine, it's very unlikely that you pull out your Nintendo Switch and play (laughs) Animal Crossing for four hours in the middle of the day because you're like... I mean, maybe you have a workplace like that, and that's fine. But I think in most places that I've been to, people would be a bit surprised that you just sit there and and play while everyone else is working, right? So the kind of social pressure forces you to to behave a certain way. Well, at home, usually that's not the case. (laughs) Um, But I think if you are either having that kind of level of discipline or you develop that over time, it can be very freeing to be all over the place with your time schedule and allow yourself to. Like, for example, going shopping off peak, especially right now, is a lot more valuable than it was any other time. But overall, it's a nice thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. Because why waste your time in in a checkout line at 5.30 p.m. if you could just go around noon when no one else goes shopping? Mm-hmm. Like, those are a lot of benefit and freedom that you can gain from working at home and working on your own schedule if you develop a skill to still do what what people expect from you and what you feel satisfied from. It's not just companies like expecting you to work your eight hours or whatever they expect. Yeah. I think there's yeah. also like it's if also you work on something about, you like, yeah. it's also a lot of satisfaction. And I, I noticed that when when I wasn't as disciplined about working at home when like very early in my career, that sometimes I felt like, man, this was a very much not satisfying day yep, of work. Yep.
1: But also, I think if you do really enjoy what you're doing, it can also go the other way around that you work a lot sure. more um, if, if you if you're not having a disciplined schedule because you might be like, oh, I I took a break midday, so now I'm just going to work to 10 p.m. and then you you've been working way more than you actually plan to, and that might not be healthy either.
2: I mean, um, it depends again, right? Yep. I, I I tended, like, both of us tended to work a lot more than, than eight hours. Yeah. In, in- pretty much every job we've worked in yeah but it all depends on
1: your your situation right you might have family members that you want to see as well so and i mean luckily you and i Kai, we work together so we see each other all the time so it's not not really the same thing for us but i think i think you're right you really have to figure out what type of person you are in terms of working from home and you also have to figure out what the team is doing right if everyone else is working all the like those schedules and people expect you to be available during that time or you have meetings throughout that time then of course you can't just be like uh i'm gonna i'm, d- I'm just gonna go, go go away and go unless you can out.
2: can change like you know if maybe most of your t- your team would be happy to be more flexible and maybe most people would be happier to work that way mm. you know just also in general <laughs> the best advice is f- actually look and figure out how your team works and mm. how you work and talk to people that you work with and figure out something because we're all Like, most of us are forced into new situations. I mean, again, we we worked from home for a long time. But, like, a lot of people are forced into a new situation. And just following things that other people do is generally not a good idea i find it's Mm -hmm. very important like there are sometimes really small tweaks that you can make for your team that have a huge impact like Mm -hmm. saying like we have this between let's say noon and 2 p.m is our time where we try to schedule most of our meetings to allow people to be more flexible otherwise but have this kind of block that's where everyone's expected to be home might be useful you know it might Mm -hmm. there there there's so many variants to working from home and working with people that might be Sensible, even like, you know, a lot of people try to minimize meetings, especially in person. But I think when everyone is remote, meetings all of a sudden have a lot more value because you don't tend to talk to people Mm -hmm. as much. So even saying, like, let's have a one hour time slot where we all jump on a a, a Zoom call, despite they're not necessarily... Small things always come up, right? So bring up those kind of things. But there's a lot of value in talking to people for like half an hour, 45 Mm -hmm. minutes, an hour a day. To just check in, what's going on? Like, even even if it's more of a water cooler discussion, those things can be useful. Mm-hmm. There might be other environments where that's a terrible idea, and you don't want that. But it's it's important, I think, to to evaluate that a lot more frequently at yeah. the moment. Yeah. What works? What what makes you happy? What makes you unhappy? Yeah. And to and, and and things and out and talk
1: about those things as well, because hmm. I think many people might think that the expectation is that you should be there from eight pm to five pm. Uh, sorry, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And uh, maybe no one is actually happy with that. And everyone has a very flexible life. So people might be happier to work in a different way. So I think it's just important to think. Of, I mean, obviously, first getting into a routine to make sure that you do still get work done. I think that's important. But then you can adjust your routines and start adjusting to what fits everyone's schedule um
2: and like way of working. But it's also you yeah. don't have to commit to those things for like seven years. Yeah, right? you
1: can try it for like a week. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah,
0: but the other thing, like, everyone's sort of going through, this is new for a lot of people, and everyone's sort of going through this at the same time and learning what works for them. And I think one of the one of the advantages to still sticking to a somewhat of a routine and whatever that routine is, is that, like, you're sort of minimizing other changes in your life. Like, mm. if you used to work mm-hmm. 9 to 5 or 8 to 5, whatever it is, and everything around you has shifted, yeah. if that one thing being that between the hours of 8 and 5 I'm focused on, this particular thing then that can be nice and then once you're comfortable with the whole arrangement Mm -hmm. then looking for ways to um for things to get better but it's like i think for for a lot of people and myself included literally flipping everything is wild
2: Yeah. I mean, general, that's good programming practice, right? Changing one variable at a time and see what happens. One thing at a time, yeah. But we're not in a situation, like a lot of people are not in a situation where that's possible because all the variables change at once anyways, right? It's like, let's say you have kids, all of a sudden your kids are home like twenty-four-seven because they can't even go out and play with other kids. So you now have to figure out how to deal with them. And they might not be in a situation where they let you work from 9 to 5 without interruption. So, you mm. might already Absolutely. be forced yeah. to do something because, you know, the, the kids usually don't work. Maybe you <laughs> should uh, find them, uh, some some development work on the side. It seems like a uh. good time for it. But, you know, there's so many variables. And no, I do situ- know of
0: people who are working around their kids' schedule. Mm. It's like a few hours in the morning, a few hours when the kid has a nap, and then a few mm. hours in the evening once the kid goes to bed. Mm. And it's like they get their eight hours in mm. and everyone's happy. Mm. The boss is happy. Mm. They're happy. It's... You know, uh, it is what yeah, it is. But, but even like yeah.
2: daycare for dogs seem to not happen in a lot of places right now, mm-hmm. right? So you're at least forced to go out with your dog every now and then. Or you have maybe uh parents, family members, friends who might be in a risk group and you want to like buy groceries. Like, There's so many factors that are changing right now. And I mm-hmm. think that is why it's so important to be more conscientious towards what is. how do we make this work between all of us? And realistically companies shouldn't have the same output expectations at the moment anyway. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know, there are probably horrific uh, enterprises that that expect you to work as much and have the same output as before, but that is unlikely going to happen. Mm-hmm. So figuring out ways to make it work at all is, is probably a good first step and then iterating on that. And as long as um, often I think people are more flexible than than employees think, like I think people are often quite open to trying new things if if it might make everyone happier and, and realistically a happier person is more productive, more fulfilled. I think there are there are a lot of benefits to gain for everyone from figuring something out that works for everyone, right? And and talking about it and asking whether there are options. I think that's a good first step, mm-hmm. and and discussing that with the team.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, definitely. And what you said about kids is especially true. I know that's not easy for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a massive <laughs> learning curve for everybody. And yeah, yeah so don't have weird, kids weird if you want
2: to prepare for the next pandemic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, good good takeaway. I think that's exactly <laughs> what we were to.
2: Uh. Um, but I'm happy that uh, time tracking works for you. Uh, mm.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just it's the more the mental thing of this is work time or this is not work time. Mm. Stop it at lunch. You know, lunch can be as long as it needs to be because I know how long I've spent on lunch yeah, kind of yeah. thing. It's like that time can be made up later in the mm. day or whatever. It's just, yeah, it's cool. Mm. Um Whereas when I'm in an office, I wouldn't be time tracking. I know roughly what a day mm-hmm. is. You know, mm-hmm. some days might be longer than others, but it will averages out to an acceptable amount, mm. I'm sure. Um <laughs> But yeah, when yeah. you're at home, it's harder to- It's hard. And it's also, it's just like- I stopped the timer, I know I've stopped work for the day, Mm -hmm. I don't have to feel guilty about, oh, I've, you know, flicked over to this other thing, but should I be working? It's like, no, I'm either working or I'm not, Mm -hmm. it's a very clear distinction, Mm -hmm. and it's just, yeah, it's helpful, um. But
2: yeah. it's also sometimes Good. I'm surprised. Like sometimes I see like some days where the timer in the end of the day says six hours felt just as much as the other day when it when the timer ended at nine hours. It's like you yep. sometimes yep. you don't even notice that there is such a significant difference in how much you work. No. But
0: but And I don't think that uh, measuring like raw hours is necessarily the best way mm. to measure output of no, productivity so that's no. not what I'm using it for it's you know some days you can be just as productive in 7 as you could yep. otherwise in 9 yep. you know like it, it just days are weird but it is just a good way to sort of keep me on track and know I'm roughly doing x amount of hours and yeah it's it's cool yeah <sighs> fun learning experience
1: <laughs> yeah
0: should we go to pics yeah probably should yeah, yeah.
1: so no facebook light speed this time again
2: no let's be this way.
1: I know I know that people are on the edge of their seat. So want to hear about this. Uh no, let's go to things of the week.
0: So my pick was Apple's um COVID nineteen app and website. Mm-hmm. The app's not available in Australia, so I had to use the website. Um but I I think I mean, firstly, it's nice to see Apple take that initiative and, you know, sort of push this thing on the App Store and on their website, um, given the severity of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um I'm surprised
2: but- that does the US not have like the, did the federal government of the US not have an app for that or a website? I'm
0: not sure. The Australian government put one out today actually. Um uh, it's it's front page of the app store and um yeah can can be downloaded. Okay. It's quite it's quite good. Stay informed on coronavirus public service announcement. Um so it's uh it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um glad that it exists. Sorry for um, yeah, <laughs> I sorry, was the Apple Yeah, Um you you can go through and sort of Talk about your symptom or like mention your symptoms, mm-hmm. and one of the things I really like about it is when it asks a little bit about you. Um, so once once you do your like bodily symptoms related to it, it asks a bit about you and your conditions, and it ha- it mentions diabetes on here twice, but it says diabetes with complications and diseases. Oh wait, sorry, Di- yeah, it just says diabetes with complications. So it's like it's very specific mm-hmm. about um, not just diabetes. It's if if you already have existing sort of side mm-hmm. effects for lack of a better term, from diabetes. So, it seems to be, and from just, like, speaking to people, it seems like this was very well thought out because uh, in a lot of these type of questionnaires, it would just be, like, diabetes. And it's, mm. like, what does diabetes mean? Mm-hmm. There's three types of diabetes. Um, they're all very different. Uh, how would that impact some, mm. you know, some people's diabetes would impact their likelihood to be able to survive mm-hmm. this. It's, like, but, yeah. For, so, it's anyway, it was cool to see that, Um, that distinction. Uh, and yeah, it's just a cool little portal where you can go and get some information on COVID. Um, it lets you know if you should stay inside given your current symptoms. Uh, I haven't run any, like I haven't put through bad results here, like I said that I've got a fever or any of that, but I wonder what it would suggest if you do. Um, yeah, it right, says call 911. It tells you you should call 911. Yeah, I tried yeah that. cool. Um, so that's good. It's good to know. Um, yeah, hmm. so that's cool. Hmm. Um, it's just a little, Thing, nice to see them taking the initiative. <laughs> Hopefully, the U.S. federal government would do something similar. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, good luck. Uh, um, we'll see. No, it's, it is yeah, it is really cool. good. Also, like
2: quick turnaround for Apple. Like they probably <laughs> they probably checked in. Hey, any yeah. any government organization doing this? No, I guess then we do it ourselves. <laughs> um, yeah, it That's what I'm
0: surprised about the Australian government's one that they've turned it around so quickly.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, same in Canada. We had like websites from all the provinces. Like for weeks already. Yeah, it came
0: out
1: quite soon. Quite, quite quickly. Yeah.
2: But those kind of things are like everyone checks their symptoms, right? And you trust mm. all those random websites. It's kind of nice to have certain authorities that tell you what, mm. especially local ones. I think that's like in the US, if you use the app, it's probably a lot more valuable than if for you in Australia, calling 911 probably wouldn't even get you to the right place, right? <laughs>
0: well, that's the thing. I, I think we do have a redirect set up, but yeah, it's not local mm. advice. Mm. So it is always better to use your government's mm. website. Or, and, and the other thing is uh, in a lot of cases, actually, You shouldn't. uh, So for us, it's triple zero. That's the equivalent Mm -hmm. of our Mm -hmm. nine one one. But um, you shouldn't be in Australia anyway. You shouldn't be calling that if you have symptoms. There's actually a dedicated coronavirus Mm -hmm. hotline service that you can call because they're getting a lot of. uh, Basically, nine one one should really be for emergencies. Mm -hmm. So if you thought you were going to die, then maybe you could call it. But if you just had a sore throat or whatever, and you thought you might have coronavirus, Mm -hmm. there's other ways Mm -hmm. you can. um, You can contact Go about contacting the right people. And so, listening to the advice of even Apple's thing, which has called 911, doing that in Australia, even if it put you through a yeah. triple zero, it's not the right yeah. way to go mm. about it, which is why ideally you want local governments to be doing yeah. this.
2: So, for example, here yeah. we actually have 911 is for kind of the emergency line. And then 811 is the if you have COVID 19 symptoms mm. that you call. And then you have a person to talk to. And then, depending on uh, how that goes, uh, you're either being told to stay home or being they sent someone to do your testing and those kind of things but they they did have nice. a dedicated phone number and but in general i mean there are so many people in the us who don't seem to be well served by their governments at the moment so it's nice that apple does something mm-hmm. for that and i think in most of the local um equivalents they do promote like whatever the local health advice advice is on the app store as a as a featured thing so i think that's that apple is also recognizing that local advice is the most useful so that's that's really good to see and it appears to be a
0: swift ui app Hmm. ah okay can you download the app in canada
2: no 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 it's us only i've just heard some (laughs) grapevine that this is a swift Cool. Probably Apple's first uh, uh, iOS with your Is there anything else? Yeah, potentially,
0: else? hey. So it looks just, the app itself just looks mostly like the website, hey? Mm. It looks quite nice. Mm. It's uh, it's well-designed. Mm. And I'm guessing, so it's got this, like, CDC logo. I'm guessing it's in partnership with some health authority. I don't actually know what the CDC is. Yeah, I think so. I,
2: I would hope okay. so, that they're not <laughs> just putting the CDC logo on there to, be, to look more... Uh, credible yeah it's the center for
0: disease the site control and, and app Prevention. were developed in partnership with cdc they are not meant as an endorsement of any apple products and it's the centers for disease control exactly. in the u.s mm. okay yeah cool good to know. yeah and that nice. seems to be the a good
2: authority for any kind of numbers and those kind of things as well mm.
0: yeah 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 that's good awesome cool. it's yeah it's better than it, it's a good partnership mm. anyway
2: cool marlin do you want to
1: All right, sure. I figure I will give a, I will pick a thing this week that people can use to entertain themselves while they are staying home on a safe distance from other people.
2: Is it a hockey stick?
1: (laughs) No, no, (laughs) sorry. Um, I think people have to do their own research when it comes to which hockey stick to get. Um, But. What I picked was a game. It's on, um, Apple Arcade. So mm-hmm. if you already have that, you will be able to download it for free. Um, it's called Builder's Journey. Um, it's a Lego style game. Um, it's made by Lego. Um, it's sim, it's, it's like a, It's sort of, I feel like it's supposed to be like a relaxing game. It's a relaxing puzzle game. So you have to sort of build this stage. Um, you, you're in this like Lego setting. Everything looks very cute, Lego-y. And then all the lightings are like really beautiful. So I really appreciate the art style as well. And they have some really nice background music while you're doing it. So it's sort of a relaxing experience while solving puzzles. Um, and what you have to do is that you have this small Lego figure that uh, have to navigate that you have to navigate to another Lego figure um, and you have to put bricks down so that this lego figure can move throughout the level um, and it's getting more and more complicated as you as you progress i haven't finished the game but so far i found it to be a really really cute game really nice looking and yeah real pretty relaxing as well to to play um i definitely think if you're able to play with the sound on it does add a lot to the atmosphere um and yeah it's it's just it's just nice um to have something Something to do other than just working or <laughs> looking at TV, so
2: it does look really neat. I mm. looked over your shoulder for a little bit mm. and it does look uh, like very nicely designed.
1: yeah, yeah, that's it's really nice. I'm uh, really enjoying it just to just for the look itself, but the puzzles are also quite fun. So are
2: fun. they challenging? They're
1: not particularly challenging this far. It's more like something to do while like uh, it's a bit like Monument Valley type of challenging i would say monument valley was another sort of puzzly game and mm-hmm. that uh, was also quite artsy and it wasn't particularly challenging in the beginning and i feel like it's similar similar level if not simpler in terms of challenge um so far uh, but i'll see how how it goes after i played a bit more through it uh, maybe it becomes really hard but i don't feel like it will cool mm.
2: Alright. Um, my thing of the week is the uh, Xiaomi Mi Smart LED desk lamp one S. Woohoo. Uh, which is Rolls of the Tongue. Yeah, I always have the most exciting things. <laughs> <laughs> Routers and desk lamps. Um but considering that we do work from home a lot now, uh I thought spending some some money on improving the home setup seems seems quite appropriate. And because we're in a smaller room in our apartment, uh for, Aka for... a closet. <laughs> um, light is is a bit uh, limited sometimes, um, so I ordered a desk lamp. And I'm I've always been a big fan of Charme, uh lighting products. They always have an incredibly high color rendering index. Um, so uh, color rendering index is kind of. You kind of want a high number because otherwise the light feels wrong. For like, without going into too much detail, the higher the the color rendering index, the nicer and more natural sunlight like your the light feels. And Xiaomi just always uses super high. Uh, quality leds which a lot of manufacturers surprisingly do not use so when you look at led lights and you're like Ugh, light isn't right that's usually because they were cheap on their on their led chips rather than it being led inherent problem and um the what's special with the 1s over the uh desk lamp one is that it also has home kit support which is quite nice because uh the more HomeKit so if you if you start to develop quite a uh, HomeKit setup it's quite nice to have more and more lights to kind of work with that and the Home app on Mac OS is not particularly great but it's quite nice to be able to quickly turn off lights uh, turn on lights and turn off lights from from your from your Mac without reaching over to your light or just being able to in the evening say turn off all the lights to your to your cylind- cylinder of choice it's quite nice and mm-hmm. this one, in particular, also you can it has a whole bunch of modes it has like reducing like uh the blue lights towards the evening if you kind of wanna turn into into your personal uh night mode mm-hmm. you can t- turn off all the blues or if you wanna focus it it adds the blues you can change all the color temperatures. It's quite nice and super affordable uh for for kind of the quality lamp it is um I think we paid forty Canadian for it, including mm-hmm. shipping.
0: Oh wow, well, that's quite good. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah. Just overall, a really good, really sleek uh, desktop too. Like the, it's basically nice. one, one, one. I don't know what is this—a two-centimeter diameter uh, cylinder that makes a decent <laughs> amount of light for a desk.
0: Nice. I've been. Um uh, considering getting one of those Hue light strips mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. the back of my desk purely from a like aesthetic perspective, mm-hmm. uh, but they're just so expensive. I, like I would totally recommend bucks. the Light ones
2: because they have yeah, native okay. without Bridge HomeKit support. Good, good. Um, yeah. And they're super easily extendable, and they're a fraction of nice. the cost of a yeah, of okay. the Hue ones. And I actually think the LEDs yeah. are higher quality than the Hue okay. LEDs. Cool.
0: Yeah, but I was a bit disappointed with the Hue. Um, Anytime you change it from a color that isn 't like a standard light globe color like the white or the orangey type um, it 's quite dull um, hmm. like the like the greens and the blues are just yeah not very good so i 'm definitely open to alternatives there, but I do kind of want to It'd be nice to just add some something nice to my desk mm-hmm. since I'm going to be here so much <laughs> over the next six months. Uh, you know, it's amazing the difference that a little light strip can can make mm-hmm. um, to sort of just the mood or like your productivity. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you send me a link, maybe actually I'll have a look yep. at what you yeah, suggest. Yeah, in
1: general, um, their that products that's... are really, really neat. We've been using them quite for quite a while. Uh, and they have some really nice lights.
2: Yeah, the the one you want is the Yeelight Lights for Plus. That's the one that has okay. uh, yeah. Apple HomeKit certification. And hmm. overall, all of Xiaomi and Yeelight, like Yeelight, is a sub brand from of Xiaomi. Um, but all of their light products, they they care a surprising amount about their LED light quality um which is always hard right because there's so many weird numbers that most people probably don't know they just buy a product and it doesn't look right mm. or it flickers weirdly or it has kind of strobing like like when you when like for example at the moment the light is on but if you look at our our uh FaceTime call you don't see me flickering mm. while well, a lot of cheap LED lights kind of cause this weird kind of strobing on on cameras so mm. they're they're just yeah. overall very very high quality la- lights mm. that I would Recommend.
1: All right. Cool. It was great chatting with you. Um, tomorrow we will have our first digital core coffee. Mm. Uh, so
0: enjoy. so looking forward yeah. to that. I can't make it because it's at like 4.30 a.m., but <laughs> <laughs>
2: enjoy. Um. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it is uh, yeah. for no particular reason limited to uh, 40 minutes. <laughs> uh, none, at all. none at all. Not related yeah. to Zoom's
0: free limit at all. Mm. No, no.
1: Yeah, awesome. we'll let you, maybe we can talk about that next time. Actually, Let's aren't they, ex-
0: then you, you might get lucky and they might extend your 40 minutes. Oh. Uh, I know of a few people on free accounts who have brushed up against the limit and have been told, here's another 40 okay. minutes, have fun. Okay. So, hmm. that's cool. you never know. Yeah, Zoom
2: is definitely a company that's that's became that became quite essential lately
0: (laughs) oh yeah um there was a a thing put out by optus saying that usage of zoom is up a thousand percent
2: and it's also insane right because especially in businesses i'm surprised because most of them already have a subscription of one of their competitors you know most have like an office 365 subscription Mm -hmm. that comes without whatever skype benefits uh, you might need and people still rather go with Zoom. Do think people don't
1: know about that? They're like, maybe they're not aware that Skype is part of that.
2: No, I think Skype,
0: since Microsoft bought it, just went downhill like crazy. Zoom is genuinely better in terms of video quality and audio. Yeah, quality, yeah, no, I think. I, I um, do
1: agree, but I just wonder if people are aware of that or if they just oh everyone else on the internet is using Zoom. I
0: think so. considering how much
2: problem, how many problems people have with video calls and how essential it is when you need one, mm. that people go with whatever works the most frequently when they mm. tried it, and Zoom just for me personally also had the highest probability of everyone like usually from my personal setup it's usually fine with almost all of the services Hmm. but I like for some reason when other people use Zoom it works a lot more the probability of it working for them is a lot higher than anything else like mm. slacks ones just like cause a lot of issues in the early days i don't know if that yeah, improved. slacks
0: one audio and video quality is pretty poor yeah. I gotta say. And,
2: and cpu usage is through the roof with slack as well mm-hmm. um
0: it's a shame zoom is so dodgy i know um, <laughs> 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 yeah they're, 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 sell your soul to use zoom yeah
2: i mean yeah i i don't know they they did remove some of the facebook sdk in the ios uh yeah built yesterday oh no
0: we were caught we better do the right thing now
2: (laughs) but i I also think i don't know if that's the case for zoom but i do think a lot of developers do not know what they do when they add a random google or random facebook sdk i think there's actually it's not like realistically i don't think zoom gets a lot of benefit of pumping data to facebook i don't i i I would be surprised if that was malicious intent. I just think a lot of people just just add, oh, we want Facebook login, let's add their entire SDK and do leave everything on that's on by default? But
1: can you actually... Yeah, you can't really integrate the SDK without importing everything, right? But Yeah, you, could, you can turn off you a lot of that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, but you still have to add yeah. all of it, right?
2: Yeah, like the same for Firebase. You, like yeah. if, you, yeah. if you use you Firebase, can decide you can actually what turn a lot of stuff off. Yeah. But by default, yeah.
0: Google takes all the data they can take, right? And same for Facebook. But The thing, the thing to remember, especially with um, closed frameworks like that, is that anything your app has permission to, yep. the framework has permission. Yep. So, you've got a video and audio application. Now, I'm not saying Facebook are listening in on your Zoom calls, but it it would be possible, mm-hmm. in theory, for them to do that silently without pretty much anyone knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yes, you might notice it if you looked at your network mm-hmm. logs that, mm-hmm. oh, this weird thing was being sent to some encrypted mm-hmm. Facebook mm-hmm. server. But, like... Yeah, they could, in theory, do any of that. Mm. They could listen in for a few seconds at a time, mm. pick up on keywords. Mm. Like, it's totally possible. Um, so, it's just worth remembering that when mm. picking. But just in general, uh, even, even their, like, normal settings mean they they do send a
2: whole bunch of stuff to themselves. Like, yeah. I think their yeah. Mac framework sends, like, all your open applications by default. <laughs> it's like, yeah. well... Yeah, 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 It's like, well, do you really want that? And... It, Good ways to fingerprint someone. Yeah. And, uh... So I, I don't think it's all, I mean, some of them are probably malicious, but I don't think it's always malicious. Mm. And considering how quickly they reacted, I wouldn't be surprised if they just didn't know, mm-hmm. which is, is a different problem, but I, I could yep. imagine that that's what happened there. Um, but otherwise, like Microsoft Teams, they, they seem to push like some other new video conferencing that's, that seems to be better than Skype. I also just don't understand what they did with Skype. Like Sky was really reliable and then all their redesigns and st- it just started being more and more flaky for me hmm. and their client seems to be more and more bloated. I I don't I don't really understand. I mean they also went from native native app to whatever their new one write it once and run it flakily everywhere framework of choices. <laughs> so I this is, it just seems like Zoom is is a lot better with that mm-hmm. and i think that's a good sign right that's for anyone that makes something because they're like you would not think today to, to it, or when zoom launched whatever 10 years ago you wouldn't have thought it's a good market to enter considering that like skype had mm-hmm. like 90 percent market share or something and 100 mind share right people called it skype someone like it was mm-hmm. actually becoming a verb yep. you wouldn't think that's a good market to to enter but if you make a product that's actually better it's still, there's usually some room for you if you make something that's genuinely better than whatever is
0: there. Yeah, mm. And it seems like Zoom is, and, and the thing with Zoom is you hope they don't have to be dodgy to survive because they do have a business model. Yeah. There are paid users. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, it's it's perfectly. Hopefully it's viable for them. And mm. I imagine given <laughs> recent uh, results, yeah. it's probably going to uh, be more profitable. So hopefully they can pull back on the dodgy. Yeah. Um, mm. And and just sort of benefit everybody and have a fair sort of transaction with their customers of you mm. give us money for your paying Zoom calls and mm. you know, we will give you a good service that doesn't um send everything back to yeah. every analytics very much. And I mean now when
2: everyone's working from home, there's a lot of potential for anything that makes that better, right? So yep. it's yep. Uh...
0: Yeah. It's also uh, just in general like you want to trust the apps you're using when you're making video calls now especially as you're you know like if you're if you're an employee of a company and you're told to use some software you have to use it and you might be using it in the office and you're talking about company stuff yep. but obviously the company has signed off on on using Skype or mm-hmm. whatever it is as an acceptable method of communication so you just go along with it but suddenly you're inviting this video software into your home you might have family in the background you might have kids running around like it's just. You need to kind of trust uh, the software that mm-hmm. you're using, that you're inviting mm-hmm. into your home. You might mm-hmm. you know, use it in multiple rooms. You might have many different backgrounds behind you that uh, a company who isn't doing the right thing can data mine, mm-hmm. essentially. So, um, just just things worth considering. <laughs> I'm not saying don't use Zoom because I use Zoom and Zoom is actually a very good service. But it's, I think at the very least, it's important to be aware of what's going on.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and and make that conscious choice of yes, I'm okay with using this, or I'm okay. Uh, I've made the I've made the choice.
2: Have um, you yeah. um, used Webex?
0: Yes. How
2: was your experience um, with that? Because I think some, at least some teams at Apple seem to use Webex, but I've never yeah, actually.
0: It's fine. It's it's a bit zoomy. I never used it on a really good internet connection, so uh, I found the audio quality to be not amazing. Okay. But I'm not sure if that's a Webex thing or if it's a uh, Side effect of the internet that I was on. Um,
2: okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe I should try it sometime because it seems like a Zoom and a Webex get a lot of attention at the moment. So, would I, I yeah. mean, obviously, and Webex, used-
0: I think they're doing like, is it ninety days free or some? Like really long free trial, I think. Yeah, uh, but they also extended their this-
2: um, free mm-hmm. plan recently as as part of what's okay. going on. So you can get like hundred hundred people and and unlimited like hundred people on the call and unlimited uh, duration, which you upgraded from the forty minutes nice. yeah. that they had on cool. the free plan before. So they do seem to also see that as an opportunity. What's going on at the moment? And also, like again, good. It's good marketing. You actually help people by making your product more accessible to people, uh, but also get more people to use your product. So it's, it's a pretty good time to do the right thing and, and have it be beneficial for everyone.